Poso maoni work, wai wainan kitana ni mua e yoski pietaya posnotaman e yum MITW podcast. A yospis pietaya posnapi notaman and e hisikimaka e yoso matnamineho kihi. Welcome to the Nominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin podcast. We are your hosts, Gary Dodge. And Sheena Wapus. On this episode, we are joined by Vaughn Bowles, Public Information Officer for the Nominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin. I would like to remind people that we request you send in your COVID-19 related questions to us at podcast at MITW.org. Welcome, Vaughn. Morning, guys. Um, so, Vaughn, we've been hearing a lot about uh, different variants of the COVID virus. Um, can you talk a little bit about the South African and Brazilian variants, and are they more dangerous than the one that we know of from the UK? You know, so far they haven't found that the South African or Brazilian strains are more or less dangerous than the UK strain. Um, they've, they also haven't found that it's more dangerous than some of the original strains that are out there as well, which is good. Um, and so what they have found, though, is that there are, you know, just various mutations in the spike protein. Um, some of the amino acids have been changed, uh, it just allows them to enter the cell more readily. And so that's why they're more concerned about them right now. So they don't cause a higher rate of death or more severe symptoms. They just infect more people. I know we talked a little bit about this previously, but is there any new information on um, whether we know if the vaccine is effective against these variants or not? So they are still looking into it. Uh, they feel that the two vaccines that have been approved right now will be f- somewhat effective. Um, they they don't think they'll have the, um, you know, 95% effective rate uh, because, you know, mutations change how, you know, chemicals react, obviously. Um but they do feel that they'll still be, you know, moderately successful against these new variant strains as well. So this week we also um, saw another PSA from Dr. Sagal talking about the different phases of vaccination for our community. Can you just go over those a little bit? Yeah, so Dr. Schlegel was actually really busy this week, uh, and so she sent out two. On Wednesday, she sent out one um, regarding the vaccinations for the reservation. Uh, We were notified by DHS that we were going to be receiving a more regular supply of vaccinations, which is great news. Um, Been kind of hit and miss beforehand, um, but now we'll be receiving between three to 500 doses per week. Uh, they're not sure what day those are going to come in, but they'll, they'll come in somewhere between Monday and Wednesday, which is great news. Um, in addition, uh, we've finished our uh, 1A phase, um, which means we're ahead of the curve compared to a lot of the rest of the state. Uh, they've also approved us to start our 1B, and so we've uh, started vaccinating elders over the age of 65 um, and more of our essential workers. Uh, we're now working with a lot of our first responders, like our police and our sheriffs, uh, our crisis social workers, firefighters, uh, the conservation agents, uh, and some of our individuals in transit that have been uh, helping uh, some of our COVID positive patients with other chronic medical conditions. Um, 
you know, some of them have to be taken to, to Green Bay for treatment on a regular basis. And so we're making sure that they are also protected as well while they're transporting active COVID patients. Um, in addition to that, we're also going to start uh, vaccinating our educators uh, in the reservation. This could be anyone from, you know, the Head Start, um, daycare, CMN, the tribal schools, uh, the MIDS schools. We want to make sure all our teachers are protected um, and, you know, our schools are as safe as possible. So that's, that's kind of where we are with that. Uh, we're going to move into uh, the 1B phase hopefully fairly soon. It's kind of a large group because we're still going to cover um, groups like, you know, the boys and girls, uh, the rest of transit, a lot of our utility workers. Um, you know, we need to cover uh, housing, our food service people. Uh, we'd also like to cover our nominee language speakers uh, as well. Uh, once we move into the 1C phase, um, that'll cover groups like our tribal administration and the chairperson's office, uh, the housing uh, staff, because they're regularly going in to do maintenance on uh, things, um, prosecutors, probation, our casino workers. We're going to try to get the floor workers as well to protect them. Um, and then anyone over the age of 55 and then anyone over the age of 18 with medical conditions. So that's kind of where we are with that. Um, and then for phase two, that's going to cover, you know, our CRC, gaming, um, insurance, language and culture, the casino, uh, MTE and, and others. Um, like we said, we're, we're trying to get to everyone as quickly as we can, um, but we're also trying to follow, you know, the guidelines that have been set forth for um, those that are at higher, highest risk. We know a lot of people interact with the public on a regular basis, but there's also a question of um, how long is your interaction time? You know, if you're in some offices, you may be with someone for, you know, 10 to 15 minutes um, as you conduct business. Well, say our teacher is with, you know, various groups of people in, in a confined space for up to six hours sometimes. And so um, we're just trying to follow those guidelines that, you know, other health experts have, have recommended to us at this point. And so that's kind of where we are with vaccinations. Um, and then something else that Dr. Schlegel mentioned is that, you know, uh, we're trying to get, um, all of our, all of our educators, um, uh, vaccinated. If you, uh, work in education, um, but maybe not in the community, uh, call, uh, 715-799-5430. And you can talk to the, the staff at the clinic to try to set something up. Um, also once you do get vac vaccinated, please don't run around willy nilly without taking sort of any sort of precautions. Um, you know, the vaccines, they're not a hundred percent effective. And so you still can contract COVID. Um, but you can also pick it up from your environment. Um, someone else could breathe it out and it could contaminate your clothes or your skin, um, while you're out in the public. And so one of the primary ways people get infected is they touch something and then some sort of contaminated surface and then introduce it to an orifice like their mouth or a mucus uh, membrane like their eye. So please remember to stick, uh, take precautions, you know, stay away from large gatherings if possible. Um, and that's, that's kind of where we are with our vaccination rollout. Once you are vaccinated, you do still have to wear a mask, correct? It is recommended that you still wear a mask. Yeah. Okay. So um, this week we've seen that we're actually doing better with our infection rate, right? 
Yeah, yeah, it's gone down significantly, which is really great news for the community. So is that due in part to the vaccination that's been happening, or is it too early to kind of see effects from that yet? So that is actually a really complicated question um, because it distinguishes the difference between causation and correlation, which, you know, if you look at statistics, you can really get into the weeds on this. Um, Saying we started vaccinating and our infection rate went down, um, that's correlation. You know, it doesn't prove that that that's the reason, but um, they happened around the same time. Um, That said, uh, we also have a really small population. Um, We've had almost a thousand individuals that have had COVID at this point, and we've vaccinated um, over 600 at this point. That's that's almost half of the, the population in the county. That might be almost herd immunity. We don't know yet. Um, so it's a good question. We don't know if, you know, the, the drop is because we're vaccinating more of our people, but it's definitely something we're going to continue until we get everyone vaccinated to, you know, really make sure that we can point to it and say, you know, we have an effective means of vaccinating our people. We've distributed it widely enough to, uh, reach our herd immunity. And so, yes, this is probably the reason why our cases have dropped off. So it's a little too early to say whether or not that's the reason. So is it true that uh, people who have had COVID already only need to get one shot? You know, that's not actually recommended, Gary. If you are going to get shots um, or if you're going to get vaccinated, uh, it's still recommended that people get the full regime. There are some medications that, or some vaccinations out there that are one shot. Those currently are unapproved in the United States, but they're uh, reviewing those this time. Um, so if you have had COVID, um, we recommend that you get both vaccinations at this point just to ensure that you have um, a good immuno response to prevent a reinfection from occurring. Okay. If uh, someone has had uh, COVID already, is there an appropriate waiting period necessary before they get the vaccine? So it kind of depends. Right now, if someone has had um, COVID-19 and has been treated with something called monoclonal antibodies or convalescent plasma, um, they recommend those people wait at least 90 days before getting um, the vaccine. And uh, you definitely want to talk to your doctor if you have had COVID and have been treated with these things before getting uh, any sort of vaccination. How long will someone who has been tested positive for COVID-19 continue to be positive? Um, From what they've found, after your symptoms uh, resolve, it looks like you can still test positive for about 10 days or so, but uh, you won't be... um, won't one be symptomatic obviously but you also won't infect other people at that point but you can still test positive how soon can someone who is who was positive potentially be reinfected with covid again that's something they're not sure about at this point um they're they're fairly certain that if you've had covid once you have antibodies for approximately 90 days so you'll probably be okay for approximately three months Um, but they're also finding in some cases, individuals have antibodies, um, for longer than that. They've had some patients that have had their antibodies, uh, remain active in their body for about nine months. Um, so they're really not sure what the natural immune system is, um, after 
how effective it is after you've been infected by COVID. And so it's something they're still looking into because the virus has only been around about a year. And um, globally, we, we don't have many long-term studies yet. But um, from what we found so far, it's not that long of a period of time. So that's why we're encouraging the vaccination um, because that also stimulates the, uh, the memory system of the immune uh, response. So... Yeah. I, I have a quick question about that. Yeah. Does the... Okay, so you're infected with COVID and it's one of the older strains. Does that mean that you're vulnerable to one of the newer variants? That's a great question. And I'm going to tell you right now, I, I don't know. <laughs> and there are a lot of people that don't know that answer yet. Um, it may be like a common cold as, as we move, you know, farther down the road where, you know, there's a new strain that crops up each year and you might get it and you might not, or you might be protected from it. Um, or it could be like, you know, the flu. Um, right now, we just don't know. <laughs> Is there anything else you'd like to add? Um, you know, Super Bowl's coming up. Packers aren't in it, everyone. I'm sorry to tell you that. Um, <laughs> one of the things Dr. Schlegel mentioned that I thought was funny was she she asked that we uh, kind of avoid throwing Super Bowl parties this year. And, uh, you know, it, it doesn't just have to be that. What, what she's saying is please don't get together in, in large groups or gatherings because that is kind of what set off a large chain reaction and, and quite a few infections of COVID in the community. So if you can, everyone this week, please stay safe, stay home, you know, call your loved ones. Um, don't go hug them and, and share food for now. But we want to keep our cases down. We want to keep the cases down. We're doing really great right now. Wyoming for listening to the Nominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can also listen to the podcast on menominee-nsn.gov under the community tab. Keep up to date by following us on Facebook at MITW Podcasts. We do weekly updates with Vaughn and welcome any community questions you have regarding COVID-19. Please send them in to us via email at podcast at mitw.org.